walk to the next council and so on. Never mind how many do though. My name is Timmy. I'm Ryan. What's going on, guys? What's going on? Bruv, I'm cold. I'm chilling. It's cold, isn't it? Winter is here, bruv. I'm free. Okay, let me let me let me tell you why I'm freezing more than most people. So in my room, there's a vent on the on the wall in it. Mm-hmm. And that vent faces face the garden. So I'm getting all that mad cold breeze into my room at night. So I'm rather cold. I can't lie. I'm freezing. I'm freezing. It's mad cold. I need to leave this country. I need a holiday. I need somewhere mm-hmm. hot. Winter is here. Where to winter, snow? winter is here, mate. Winter is here. Winter is here. Where to join snow in, in Eddard and uh, Ned Stark? <laughs> we're north of the war type things, man. That's, what, that's the weather we're feeling. Ryan, what's happening? Get get to get me. Me, I've just been chilling. Yeah. Just been chilling. This this weekend, I've not done nothing apart seeing family, watched football, chilled. Oh yeah, football's back, isn't it? Oh god. Yeah. yeah. Same. Timmy, you've been out this week. No, I'm, listen, I don't go out as of late. I don't go out, man. No, there's nowhere to go to. I can't lie. I'm not doing the kind of go out and then there's like a ten o'clock curfew and then I'm trying. Nah, 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 nah. Don't, don't yeah. hit me. Don't hit yeah. Me. That's what it feels like, innit? So, yeah, basically, food's food like that. There's, there's no point, man. There's no point. I'm not going to force going out just for the sake of going out, man. Right, not early brunches, not early, like, and shouts to the pub, not early, you know. Couple cu- cu- of, of pints, Ryan, man. Yeah, early at uh, uh, no, no. <laughs> I'll, put, I'll put that life behind me for now, innit? There's no point, man. There's no point. You can't do anything in the same way you used to before, innit? So yeah. I'd rather just chill. Dude, what'd you, what'd you do for your birthday? Fuck all, bro. I was literally in my bed watching YouTube, bro. Sometimes it's like that. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not a big like. I don't like yeah, yeah. my birthday. I'm not making a big deal out of it. What can I do for my birthday anyway? Couldn't do anything anyway. Yeah, exactly. Everyone kind of looks in. So like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's kind of mad. All right, yeah, cracking into the nerd news. All right, so the One Division trailer dropped a couple of days ago. Mm-hmm. Um, what are our thoughts? What do we think? I'll be excited for this. TV show. I was thinking, I was thinking two things. Either she's going crazy, or two, her powers are growing so much where she's made a pocket, a pocket universe. Yeah. Where you know everything that's happening, or that's, she's imagining all that things again from her mind. She's going crazy. It's got to be one of the, one of the two things. That's what I go from the trailer. So from what I saw, or from what I've gathered from the trailer, it's like she's like you said, creating like this pocket universe, and there's obviously like a barrier to it in it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, I think people are saying this sword, um, not shield, so sword are trying to get into this barrier to help her, save her, protect people. I don't know what it is, but it feels like one is at the center of this kind of pocket bubble. And obviously Vision is somehow alive, dead, fake. I don't know. But obviously we saw Monica Rambeau in the trailer. So mm-hmm. it's going to be interesting to see how they sl- they've slot her in there from 20 years prior and mm. her role in that, like well, her mini role in the Captain Marvel movie. Um, the trailer looks good. It looks, it looks good. It looks good. Um, it's another one. I saw a lot of, um, I saw like a lot of like negative energy directed towards it. I think some people were quite disappointed. Me personally, I thought there wasn't there wasn't a lot to go off content wise. But I thought yeah. for me, for me, what I saw was very interesting because in terms of what they're doing with the story, they haven't let on too much. Yeah. So you're know, thinking it could be this. Like Ludo said, he's already got theories about what's going on. He said it could be this. It could be that. I think they've given us just enough to make us intrigued about what's actually going to happen. Now, I, I don't really understand what negativity can be said about the trailer because the trailer doesn't give it's you too, too much to even be negative about. Yeah, exactly. There's, unless people are going like, oh, they want this whole... No, let me turn this light off. Concept, sorry. Giving this whole... Um, I think some people obviously want to see like the whole No More Mutant storyline and you know with her and her babies and stuff like that. But I don't know if that's going to happen. 
how, how are we gonna get that storyline? Exactly, Luda. Exactly. How are we gonna get that kind of story when we don't even know how the mutants are gonna? Yeah, but there's, I mean, even with the trailer, people are pointing out like Easter eggs, like apparent, like references to House of M. Mm. Yeah, of course there'll be House of M references. Yeah, but I mean, but you've got to remember as well, like it's, it's season one, isn't it? Chill. Right. Right. Even so, yeah. House, say there's a house, house M event. That won't happen. That won't happen until like another few years down the line. Because we first we need the mutants to be established in the MCU or whatever. Then we need them to go through their stories and whatnot. Then for them to be no more mutants, that's happened years down the line. So to expect that to happen have, now, that's, that's that's very far fetched. I'm sorry. Having said that though, Evan Peters is in this um, TV show, and obviously he played Quicksilver in. Mm-hmm. The Fox um, yeah. X-Men films. And you've also got Doctor Strange. So unless they're going to do some kind of multiverse of madness type thing, mm-hmm. I, I don't know, bro. I don't know. Because in my, in my head, I'm seeing somehow multiverse is colliding, universe is coming one. And it's got, got a lot of the potential for, for that Marvel. They've got like, the opportunity to, yeah. in a sense, rebrand the character of Scarlet Witch as well. Yeah. We we all know about her, like I say, like her her reality warping powers and whatnot. But for me, if you look at everything, pretty much since I've made, apart from maybe Age of Ultron, she's been a pretty limited character. She's been pretty limited. Mm-hmm. I don't think I don't think they've put that much time into her as a character. So what in terms of her it's it's and like character building. Obviously, she just didn't get as much screen time as the others. She didn't get as much I love. Think, as I, think, I think I, uh, I think I think it was pretty in, in Civil War. It was pretty you know important like a uh, storyline in Civil War. It's a direct result yeah. of her, but I don't actually mm. see, I didn't see like the writers or, or more character building for her. She was still the same character for me in each of the films. She didn't really have like an arc as such. She didn't really have character development like some of the other characters did. For yeah. me personally, I thought she had the inner turmoil because obviously she, she wanted to be free and that mostly Vision wanted to think and that let her put a strain on their relationship. So I thought and it grew more of Infinity War than having to be in secret and things of that nature. That's why I thought the development of mm-hmm. their relationship growing. And I think part of the um, character development is also how you interact with people and how she interacted with Vision as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's true. I mean, personally for me, I just felt like her character was a bit boring, but now they've got a chance to use <laughs> her powers. With her powers, they can use it to sort of create anything they want. So, so they we- basically rebrand the character and maybe make the character more interesting. So speaking of speaking of mutants and whatnot, would that mean that she, her background is getting retconned again? Because obviously before, you know, they retconned. She, she got powers from the from one of the Infinity Stones. Would no, I don't, I don't. I don't think. It's, I don't think it's going to get retconned. I. I still. Th- that, that means if she won't be a mutant, then. No, I don't think she's. A, I don't think she's a mutant. But I think, in my in my head, I'm seeing somehow an alternate universe where. Um. I don't know, but because Evan Evan Peters is in this film, I keep saying this. Evan Peters is in this. They haven't disclosed what character he's playing, so he might be an alternate universe Quicksilver, in it, mm. and that might lead into somehow the, the connection mutant. between mutants. Yeah, because you've got him. But again, she has no. If she's not a mutant, she has no emotional connection to mutants. Why would she try to wish? Wish? No, 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 I'm not, I'm, no, no, no. Forget, forget that part. Forget that. Part. I'm just gonna piece, piece it all back together. You know. Yeah, yeah. Forget that part. Forget the like the normal yeah. mutants part. But I think. Because of her reality warping powers, and then you've got Doctor Strange in there too. You've got his multiverse of, multiverse of madness film coming out. Yeah. You've got Evan Peters who played Quicksilver as an undisclosed character. It kind of all pieces together where we it, might. It definitely feels together. like the multi the multiverse is because it's also been obviously widely reported like Doctor Strange is going to be in it, and we yeah. know apparently that when the season finishes, it leads straight into the movie. Right, the of madness. That's that's what the reports are saying anyway. So. 
if they're if they're so closely linked, TV show and film, and his film is about a multiverse, mm-hmm. maybe it makes sense for a multiverse to be introduced in this TV to okay. obviously set up the film. Okay, let's move on. Timmy, I'll have you let you have this one. Yeah, so the PS PS5 event was I think like two weeks ago, something like this point, yeah. and then they obviously announced God of War Five and I lost my shit. The internet lost their shit. Mm. I issue live on Twitch because I said I would. Um, <laughs> right, cool. Let's go. We've got a War Five. What do you want to see in this movie? All right, so God of War Five. I only see the sun grow even further. I see him a bit older yeah. and go from there and his powers grow even more. Right. I need to see like, like a young adult Atreus, like 18, 19 years old. I need to see... Yeah, you know, yeah, I need, I need, I need to like hold his own. Like, no I'm saying more, a little bit younger for me, but yeah, go on, continue. No, no, no more of this like, kind of. We'll get to you, Rangon. No more of this kind of boy stuff. I want to see Kratos fight Thor. I want to see Atreus become Loki. I want to see the World Serpent do more stuff. I want to see Kratos fight Odin, which is probably going to be like the baddest boss fight ever. Um, <laughs> I need Kratos the to start. Yeah, man, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, the Zeus, the Zeus boss fight battle was sick, but this is Odin blood. Like, okay, I want to see Kratos swinging Mjolnir to bad up Odin. Yeah, right? see, because I get that as well. I get vibes like that as well. Absolutely, like, like, yeah. Because obviously, even playing, with, even, even playing like all the, the previous God of War games, and I feel like, so in the next game, if like the boss battle against four or everything leading up to fighting four, or in the game after, if we assume it will be Odin in the game after, I don't think that would be touched, man. That that experience I'll get from fighting them playing through the game. Yeah. I don't think I'll get that on the previous on the previous one. Because even though it's a different in, incarnation of the characters, I'm more attached to Thor and Odin as characters. The lore behind it mm-hmm. is exciting. Not, I think a lot people know about it more. Or, we, or the build up towards it has been a lot more engaging than say, you know, Kratos fighting like Zeus and Medusa and, kind of, and like Hades and the kind of people. Although they are they are known gods and stuff. Think that's helped by the MCU and how they portray Thor. Yeah. Um, the thing, the yeah. thing is, the thing is, I mean, yeah, like indirectly, it would definitely boost it because obviously Thor is such a massive character, mm-hmm. and you will always link the two. Even if you can distinguish that God of War's Thor, it will be completely different to Marvel's Thor. Completely different characters. Yeah, yeah. Because no, the way the way it will be depicted, like closer to Norse mythology, right, is obviously quite different. But you still make the distinguishment, like yeah, they're like essentially the same character. They're just done differently, or they're explained differently. I see that. I see that. Um, do you reckon you'll have a Mjolnir? Do you reckon you have a Mjolnir or not? What his own Mjolnir? Yeah. Maybe. Or, or, or the or the Mjolnir that we know. I don't think he will. I mean, if you if you remember the game, if you remember the game, there was like a really there was an end cutscene after you scatter um, your wife's ashes. You go back to your house. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, it's a cutscene where where um, where Thor rolls up. He and lands, isn't it? Mjolnir. It's outside, isn't it? Yeah, he's got Mjolnir chilling on his side, isn't it? So, oh, did he have the Mjolnir? Okay, so yeah, he had he had Mjolnir. He was silly. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. So it's either he's going to take Thor's one, or it's, either way, like with God of War, it's always about the weapons, isn't it? It's always about the weapons. So in like. Mm-hmm. The, the fourth game, or like God of War, as it's called on PS4, yeah, like the, the Revival Axe and um, the, is it the Blades of Chaos? Yeah, Blades of Chaos, yeah, yeah. So in the new one, we might get more weapon introductions. Um, I still want them to kind of, I guess, expand on this whole thing where um, obviously Kratos is linked somehow to Norse mythology as, um, oh, come on, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. T- like T. 
linked to Tears Vault or things like that. Like obviously, like there's there's rumors and things like oh, like obviously, um, a lot of the stuff in God of War is like foretelling future events. Yeah, this is this is this is what I was gonna say as well. Yeah. Is the way they do it when you're when you're exploring when you're going through the vault when you're looking at like what's it, and there's there's signs on the wall like scriptures for other cultures other mm-hmm. mythologies. And then it really expands the law and it makes you think, oh, well, where are they going to go next? What right. mythology is going to be next? Is it going to be like right. an Egyptian pantheon of gods Whoa. for the next set of games, mm-hmm. etc.? So, yeah, I'm excited. Curtis is going to spacking up everyone's god. Pretty much. Basically. basically. No, no one's safe, isn't it? Yeah, no one's safe, from It depends on the direction they take the game, but yeah. Do you think, if, now we know that Mion is not it, do you think Kratos will pick it up at any point? Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. He, he has to, he has to. I want to see him wield it. Somehow he wield it. Somehow... He's got all. He's got all. Yeah. Somehow he'll he'll be deemed worthy. I don't know, and he'll wield it, and it'll look sick, and they'll do mad combos with it, and I'll get gas. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll record it for you for to, for social media stuff. So like, yeah, they have to, man. They have to. Right, cool. On to Star Wars rumored Rogue One prequel and Obi Wan series shooting deals hit at 2022 release. How do you do a Rogue One prequel when Rogue One in itself is kind of like is a prequel? A movie? Is this a movie or is it a TV show? TV show. Makes more sense. It doesn't make any sense as a movie. Yeah, it's all. Like yeah. just said, it doesn't make no sense at yeah. all as a movie. But as a TV show, we're going to prequel. Yeah, mm-hmm. I f- I feel like they're reaching with Star Wars at this point, man. I feel, I feel like they're really struggling for ideas and just. Like, I thought we're done. The like the word is, Skywalker. Skywalker. The thing is, the thing is with Star Wars, they don't need to because Star Wars is now a franchise where they don't just rely on their movies. So if they had any sense, they would have taken a step back with the movies because they aren't doing great. The TV shows are looking like they could be very good, mm-hmm. and the games are looking like they do very well, and so are the comics. Yeah, that's, so that's, the, thing, that's the thing in here because these are both these are both going to be TV series that are going to be released in two years down the line. Yeah, also, yeah. It, was meant to get, it was meant to get Obi Wan the movie years ago, then they then they changed it. Okay, we're going to do the TV series, but obviously with COVID, different. I push it back, so now we're going to get a it's going to be an Obi Wan TV series after obviously Order sixty six and what he does in that period before before Luke Skywalker grew. Rolls up so in that little 18 18 18 year period, we're gonna get that. And a, and a Rogue One prequel doesn't make TV series, and that's gonna be before Rogue One happens, I guess. I don't know, yeah. I don't know how it's gonna work. I'm, I'm not, I'm not overwhelmed, not underwhelmed, just like man. If it happens and it comes and it and, it, and, it, and it, they shoot and they release it, I'll watch it. But at this point, I'm kind of like, can you can you think of something else? Can you come up with something else? I'm, I'm kind of, I don't, know, I, I, I don't know. I've, I've got a lot of hype still for like Star Wars stuff in like, but just in other mediums. They do have a lot of obviously just the Lord and the universe is very massive. Right? Yeah, exactly. That's why so they have a lot of things. Obviously, the stuff that's coming out, obviously, one thousand years in the future, one few years behind, like before the Jedi Order. So that those projects are coming as well. So we're gonna get a lot of Star Wars content in the near future. I, I want to see, see them. I want to see them cover stuff on the Sith. I want to see them cover stuff on like the old Sith Order. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I would love. Do you know what the Sith? I would love to see that. To see them that sort of. Obviously, we see like the Jedi training. We yeah, see well, them, well, like, yeah, we are. Well, we'll get stuff in the Sith before the Order of the Two with the Darth Bane and Darth, uh, Darth Malgus. So, stuff, things, like, things like that are coming. It's just these are the things that are set to come before before that. Yeah, well, I'm still excited for it personally. Uh, cool. I know you guys are going to hate this one. No firm, no firm release dates of, of One Piece Netflix live action series due to the COVID. Good. Good. So, it's happening. It's happening. It's happening. Cancel it, man. Netflix are gonna do. That's amazing. It's fine. I'm not gonna watch it anyway. Like I said, I've not, like I said before, I'm not watching anime live action. You know, how they, you know how they're violating. 
they don't, they don't make it a movie so you can just get watch it and get rid of it. They're making it a TV series, a Netflix TV series, so you can have episodes. I'm, no, let me not lie. I'm going to watch it just so I can complain about it. I, I, that's my right as a consumer. I'm going to do it. Get a one piece live action. It, and I'm going to complain about it the entire time. I'm going to slate the thing, man. Watch. Netflix is not really in the room at all. They cannot read the room. No, not at all. Read the room at all. Doesn't make sense, man. Yeah, they've been struggling with that recently in general, though, haven't they? Netflix, isn't it? Yeah, with that. Yeah, we're going to what they. Yeah. All right, what's next? Um, the Kingsman release date moved up by Disney to February twelfth, twenty twenty-one. I'm assuming, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Kingsman. Yeah, this yeah, will be a prequel. The prequel, so basically, when the when the Kingsman community gets created, and the 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 the, the, the spy the spy community, not spy community, spy yeah, agency. Yeah, yeah. So the, the prequel. Cool. The concept of it is cool because if it was like still exit, like the second one, I didn't like. I don't know if they've done a third one. But yeah, I no, like, one's coming soon. Really, I, I didn't like the second one at all. Mm-hmm. It was nowhere near as good as the first. So like, if they yeah, just, if just that, Kingdom one, two, three, I probably wouldn't have had as much interest to watch it. Mm-hmm. But the concept of like a prequel and how like the Kingsman come about, yeah, yeah that, that could be wavy. Yeah, I think the, the prequel looks a lot more, I want to say serious than the previous films. Like the previous films kind of like gimmicky, kind of like jokey jokey because of Eggsy and things like that. But the, the prequel looks a lot more serious, like an actual. I'll, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I'll, I'll give you that. That's a like, an, like an actual action film is supposed to be. Do you know what I mean? Like it's not like a comedy action film, like yeah. um, what you get with like the first two, first two films. So yeah, for, I mean. With COVID, everything's going to get pushed up now, man. So, like, I'm not surprised by... Yeah, that's what you read, man. It's just delays, delays, delays. Yeah, that's what it is. That's what it is. Because I get it. Because you don't want people to have to pay, like, £30 like they did with Mulan to watch it on Disney+. Plus And things like that. Because there's no point. Money went into making these films. They have to make the money back somehow, so... Cool. Paul of 50,000 and Doctor Who fans named David Tennant as the best Doctor ever. Yeah. They know ball. I, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't see the poll, but I would have voted the same way. They are correct. They are right. David Tennant is the best Doctor Who. Point. Are you, are you agree or disagree? Listen, I'm going to take Timmy's word. I've only watched David Tennant as a Doctor Who and I enjoyed it. And I haven't watched it at any other point in time. But I would say that, Matt Smith, that's not because of who was a Doctor. Christian, though, Christian, Christian right? Eccleston was very good. Obviously, I, I got into David, um, David, Doctor Who through Christian Eccleston. But yeah. Matt Tennant, obviously, David Tennant is the GOAT. And Matt Smith did a, a card very well for himself. I mean, but I think I think I think everyone, everyone, everyone's done a good job portraying the Doctor in some kind of way. But te- I, I've seen this now. Tenant brought in a whole new audience. True. Yeah. The thing Doctor is, who. even with me not watching it that much, there's certain characters, and you have actors who play them, and they play them so well that it gets to a point where you can't really. You always you look if you say Doctor Who, first of all, you'll always associate David Tennant with it. Yeah, I agree. Just, like if no matter what film he's in, so even when he was in Daredevil, when I see him, I still see Doctor Who. That would yeah. be the same with like that would be the same with like a Chris Evans or like a Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. Not all actors have the ability to like tie themselves to that role in it, but he done that. Like even me, funny off here, you know, like um, Tom Holland, he had that new movie on Netflix. I'm like, bro, that's that's Spider Man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, we trying to be serious, like, bro. Hey, people are man. He did. The thing is, it's a gift and a curse as well because you think they want to be taken seriously in other, obviously, actors in other, other roles in that. And the same thing yeah. with Jon Snow. I see my own stuff like, come on, man. I love Jon Snow, man. I feel like, I feel like we're I can't, some, some, some actors, yeah, they, either they play it so well or the role so um, iconic that no matter what else they play, I'm always thinking, you're That's, this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, exactly, yeah. But, but Tennant is a phenomenal actor. Like, even if you see him in other stuff, you're like, oh, yeah. yeah. You go back to things from him in Doctor Who, but because of his range as an actor, 
mm-hmm. you can appreciate him in the moment in that film. Whereas, like you said, like um, Tom Holland, I see Tom Holland, all I'm thinking about is Spider Man, and I can't take him seriously in anything else. Like, you're brother, yeah, Spider Man, bro, <laughs> yeah. like, go put on your Spidey suit and and <laughs> be serious, man. What are you doing? Like, even the two other, I think the two films that I've probably seen David Tennant in, or one's a film, one's a TV show, other than Doctor Who, mm. probably uh, wasn't he in Harry Potter? Yeah. He played yeah. um, Barty's Crouch, I think. Yeah, and I think he played that that role quite well, very well. And then in Daredevil, and obviously he was like the the purple man. Yeah, yeah that that was a very well that, in that as well. That was a great role. He did that so well. So so well. Was in Daredevil, who's in um? Sorry, Jessica Jones. Yeah, yeah. I tend to just label them all under Daredevil. Yeah, basically, yeah, all the Mar- all the Marvel um. Netflix shows, all day level. Uh, cool. Jurassic World Dominion has spent almost $3 million on COVID-19 test. Wait, on what? On the cast? On the crew? Like what? Cast, crew, everyone involved. And the dinosaurs too. Fuck <laughs> off, <laughs> 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 Yeah, so these are the lengths. Like, these How are the many lengths. people do they need to test? Yeah, these are, the, these are the lengths that studios are going to, to make these movies happen. Fuck me, bro. That's a lot. That's insane. A lot, but obviously, is for for Jurassic World and um, thing is a, is, a, is a drop in the park because obviously Jurassic World franchise made over a billion dollars in it. The movies, mm. a yeah, billion yeah. each movie, so it's, that's a drop in the park in, in production yeah. costs. But yeah, but these are, if, if you want to see movies happen, don't take like long breaks. These are the the amount of money studios have to put in now because before studios were like ah, cool, we budget for a movie, paying wages, location, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But now you got they got faster in testing as well. But even, but even with testing and that and, you know, wanting to release films, it's just a case of, like, when are we actually going to go back to normal to be able to go to the cinema and watch movies, man? That's that's my biggest concern with everything that's going on right now in, I guess, what people want to call like, the COVID world. Like, when do we go back to any kind of normalcy? Because in my head, everyone kind of thinks, like, okay, come January 1st, 2021, everything's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. Everyone's going to move like, as normal and things like that. And, and that's not going to be the case. So, like... Yeah. When people are saying, oh, this film's coming out like February and March, I'm like, are we even going to be able to go cinema in like February and March? Are we going to, you know, like what, how far forward do people need to plan? Do you know what I mean? I thought cinemas were back and open. They are, but even then it's, it's, it's still restricted. Okay. And even okay. now we're going into flu season and stuff. Yeah. I haven't been to cinema since it opened because you, like, for me in it, I, I enjoy going to the cinema. Yeah. Especially but if I do go with my mates, I enjoy like the experience of going to the cinema. I'm mm-hmm. like, unless it's, I'm not going to bother. Yeah, yeah, I, I probably ain't been cinema since. Probably been, probably been helped by the fact that there's been like no films that I've been like desperate to see. That too. Mm-hmm. If, I mean, if Marvel. Imagine, having to, imagine having to go, imagine dealing with the COVID or during like Infinity War and stuff like that. Yeah, that, would, like, that would just completely ruin it, like ruin the experience. Yeah, yeah that would have been hell, man. That would have been, that been crap. That would have been crap. They yeah, probably yeah, would have done, they probably would have made like half the money they made if that. Yeah. But that's the world we're in now. That obviously studios have to factor in medical and test test costs into their overall budgets, and that's going to count against the, the box yeah. office and how much the movies make. Because obviously, obviously, it's a COVID world. We don't want the world to completely stop when people are no longer making yeah. movies. Like it's I feel like around there, isn't it? yeah, like the world's going to keep on going. So you have to you have to kind of adapt to the world that you, you have to adapt. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and you have to obviously for for plan and stuff. But it's going to be an interesting next six months. I think like. Mm-hmm. Especially come winter, like once winter's over and how the COVID numbers are. 
You know what makes it worse as well? Because COVID and the flu have like similar symptoms, so people exactly. are gonna be like very exactly. like, confused. Just like, do I have it? Do I don't? Do I go hospital? Do I not? Everyone should just stay indoors, but stay in your house as much as possible. That's like, like okay, I know we're like we're a nerd podcast and we talk and we talk about nerdship, but in all seriousness, people just stay in your houses. Honestly, this if you don't need to go out, there's no point risking it, especially during the winter when everyone's sneezing and coughing and touching everything, man. Like, no yeah, everything. People are so susceptible to like illness throughout yeah, the winter, yeah. but it's tough though as well. Like for like, I mean, I'm not that big on it, but like winter, like after Halloween, you get like the Christmas period, the festive period. Yeah, yeah, of course. Family together, I do this and do that, and obviously it's just not going to be be like that this year. No. All right. Um, the Sims Four will get a hundred new skin tones in December. So um, I don't know if you guys know this, but there's been well for ages. There's been a big issue about um skin tones and stuff in the sims games um a lot of the time especially for like darker skin tones and stuff they they don't like just don't do the job it's, it's absolutely crap so obviously you've got people within the sim community who've been pioneering and talking for ages about you know the sims needs to do better in terms of being able to represent all skin tones and have like an array of skin tones available so just like you know pale mildly pale brown and then ash and like an ashy gray yeah. to pass off as black so this is like the latest in i guess what ea are moving forward yeah. into in terms of having better representation and stuff in diverse game. gaming world yeah exactly diverse gaming yeah because i like with a game like the sims where it's all about creating a world of people mm-hmm. and being able to create yeah it's like you want to be able to because because this is the thing about the sims yeah the sims community is crazy like the creativity in the Sims goes way beyond, you know. Well, from when people haven't seen people modify people having sex right. and that, like, the yeah, modif- you guys get criticism. Hey, the, the modification of creativity the goes players are crazy. Nuts, yeah. nuts. So of course they need to kind of match that instead of just like you know, like I said, an ashy grey for like darker skin tones and things like that. So mm. it'll be interesting to see what they what they do next. But I think it's a step. A hundred new skin tones. That's, that's that's a good. That's a very good start. That's, that's, a, that's, that's a very good start. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see what they actually look like on screen. Right. Right, cool. you've got to see it. I mean, but I guess it's um, it's encouraging, isn't it? Definitely. The Rock, the, the Rock says he may sit up and play XFL games. Obviously, as you know, The Rock because he got a lot of money now, so obviously he bought the XFL. They're a defunct um, American Football League. And obviously, you know, The Rock before he became an actor, he used to he play um, American Football in college for University of Miami. And he's always been a big, big fan of the game. So now he said he might sit up and play. Would you what in something? American football? Yeah. So he's Why? Because like, he. he Filling out a dream in it because honestly, oh. his first before his first time before acting was American football. Yeah. So obviously, and he tried to he was, he was on a few pro teams, but obviously it didn't work out when he went to wrestling and and so on and so forth. But that's just another thing of his, you know, ideas and things that he does. I I, I feel like Trevor in his cap is this show. I'm like he's doing too much. Like, bro, do one or the other. And I feel like if he does, if he if he goes into NFL or like XFL, whatever it is, um, and he gets injured. That's him done. Like, I don't know, man. I don't know. He's doing too much. Oh, no, that's a very good point. That's, that's true. I, I, I wouldn't think about injury. You know? I'm just thinking about, you know, because... Imagine if he gets injured and then, for whatever reason, Black Adam gets delayed or doesn't... Oh, yeah. Back you. cool. Speaking of Black Adam, um, Aldous Hodge is playing Hawkman. What do we think about that? 
I like you know uh, you know I, I really liked him. Obviously, I've seen him in um I've seen him uh, um recently that movie about I forgot the name where he, he plays the guy at the American football like, super American football played the guy at the American football guy who got uh, falsely accused of rape and obviously he spent years in jail but came out and okay yeah, yeah. it was on Netflix I forgot the name my bad but also I really liked him in Underground yeah I liked him in that too yeah yeah, yeah. I can't believe they, I can't, I'm sorry I can't Underground but he's a very good actor Underground as well it's Underground what films are I don't know. No, it's a TV series about like obviously the slaves run, um, slave run, runaway slaves and that. See, I've, I don't think I've, I don't think I've ever watched anything with him in it, so I can't. Really you might have. The majority of the people who whose opinions I would like take notice of online on social media or Ludo, they they always say that it's it's a good choice, so I will mm. take their word for it. But obviously, you got the the. Also, he plays. He played. He played MC Ren in um 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 and um, NWA by a biopic. Oh really? That's him. Yeah, but he played MC Ren, man. I don't think miss me that one. Have you seen the thing? Oh, you didn't notice? No, I just didn't notice. I wouldn't have noticed. Wait, Timmy, you haven't seen um thing? Straight out of Compton. Oh no, I haven't seen it. No, I haven't seen it. No, no, no. no. I didn't see it. I, didn't see, I haven't seen Tele- no, 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 I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. It's on it's you even hip hop? <laughs> even hip hop, bro. No, I haven't seen it. <coughs> he's empty running that as well, yeah. yeah. But, he, but he's a good actor. But obviously, you know, as as with diverse hires, you've got like the backlash of people saying like, "Why is a black guy playing a white character?" Blah mm. blah 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 blah. And of course, as usual, they're wrong. They're very wrong. I mean, if you wanted to, if you wanted to be like literal about it, you would point out the fact that like he's from he's from Egypt. Or if you wanted to point out, if you wanted to point out their stupidity even more, you would say, "Well, he reincarnates over space and time." And there's mm. been versions of him who aren't even space-bound. I mean, Earth-bound, that have been in space. So if you've got a version of Hawkman that's in space, then how can you define him by colour? Right. So Just say you're racist. That's it. Say you're racist and keep it moving. See, mm-hmm. That's it. All right. Um, Tom Cruise cleared to film movie in space. What film is Tom Cruise doing in space, please? Is it an unannounced action movie? I don't want to see it. I don't. Want to... Well, Tom Cruise, he wants, he wants to beat. Um, it's going to be a rehash of his last 100 movies, isn't it? It's just going to be a. Talk- Mission Impossible, what is it? Seven and a half? No, man. Right, I'm tired. I'm tired. Move on. Move on. I don't care. Nick Fury series is in the works at Disney Plus with Samuel Jackson set to reprise his role. Okay. That's good. Okay. Content. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm, I'm very content. I'd love to hear that. You know, when you see Nick Fury. You want to see what Nick Fury gets up to in his spare time when he's yeah, not. Exactly. Basically, you want to see what he's up to in his spare time, bro. Yeah, and he said that Fury that was he was he that said your team some said Fury uh, they think Nick Fury died quite relatively early and was he was t- taken over by a scroll. I think I mentioned that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think he did. Yeah, yeah. you still have that Fury then. Possibly, possibly, but obviously I want to see. He died after Winter Soldier. That's it. Yeah, Winter he died in Winter Soldier yeah. and, and a Kree took over. Yeah, I, I'm yes, still. Yeah. I still have that theory. Um, if I'm wrong, so maybe we'll see. yeah, so maybe we'll see something with that. Well, that's cool. And then lastly, um, John Cena's Peacemaker character is getting a HBO Max series directed by James Gunn. Yeah, see, I don't understand. I, I don't necessarily have an issue with it, but it doesn't so, exist. So many other characters. Yeah. Like so I would, many... I would, I would have preferred like an Amanda Waller um, show. Personally, yeah, yeah, like, I, I would watch that. Yeah, I mean, like even. It's hard because, like we say, we, we all kind of expect the Suicide Squad. A lot of the cast are like the characters are unknown. So, mm-hmm. I mean, we all understand that. Like any of them, pro is. Like, they are favorite. But I still would have preferred a different character. Yeah. Even on the squad, just anyone else really. Apart Obviously, from maybe- 
man. But I think because Joe Steele, he's, he's like a big name. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. He's got to you know, so squeeze that as much as we can. <laughs> milk, what's the phrase? Milk, milk the cow? As much as possible, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah Joe Steele is a cash cow, man. I mean, to obviously have James Gunn behind that. I mean, I mean, James yeah. Gunn, I'm wrong, but you know, I'm still a bit about James yeah. Gunn, you know. It'll be like it'll, it'll, I think it'll be good. I think it'll be good. Um, I still need to see his piece make a character in Suicide Squad, and then from there I'll decide whether or not I'm actually going to enjoy this mm-hmm. TV show or not. That's so it's fun, got, like, a process to it. But for me, I personally rather they they see how which characters get the most like you know fanfare and actual well received. That, that's what you movie, think. Then that cool. This character was very you know thing. Then we go with the movie. Like for example, yeah. Harley Quinn. She got everything happened after. Yeah, because Margaret Robinson, she got it happened because she was she portrayed the, the character so well in the movie. Exactly. Then off from there, like okay, we really want to we really want to use Harley Quinn even more in other in other material, rather than just yeah. say okay, let's use an relatively unknown character and start getting serious for him. Rather, we need to wait, see how see how what people take. What if they put the film out and no one likes him? Exactly, exactly, exactly. So. Yeah. This episode of the Nerd Council Podcast is brought to you by Elgato and the new Wave One microphone. Now, I know you're probably thinking this is some generic podcast ad, but mate, you cannot deny the sound quality. The new Wave One has allowed us to deliver an incredible audio experience for you guys, while still allowing us to deliver the same great content you all love and enjoy. So go check out the new Wave One and see how it can improve your audio content. Now, back to our episode. For today's main topic, as it were, we asked you guys... To send us in questions for us to answer. Um, and some of you did, some of you did. We got some good ones, we got some good ones. So we are just going to crack on. It was, it was also mainly because we haven't had done it in time, like obviously that too. getting people to ask us questions as well. So why not do a main topic about it? Was, you know, Being a minute. our community to ask us all various different type of questions. Being a minute since we got questions yeah. from you guys, but we're all good. All right, cool. So first question is, what is everyone's favourite anime protagonist? It wasn't you go first. No, no, no. <laughs> fine. So obviously everyone yeah. knows that the goat is Edward Eric from Full Alchemist Brotherhood because it's Edward Eric. The anime is amazing, ten out of ten. Um, I don't what, what can I really say about Edward? Like he's short, he's funny, he's got magic science powers, how do you want to put it? But he's a Edward Eric man. Like or or or. Ichigo Kurosaki from Bleach. I was going to say Ichigo first, to be fair. Only cause of Bankai, as it. I find Ichigo's character so boring. How I mean, is that? I just feel like Ichigo's character itself is very boring. I feel like other protagonists um, are completely like, let's have more about him. I think Ichigo's in the same level as Deku. Like, nah, I'm not having no, that. Ishigo's probably better than Deku, to be fair. I'll give it, I'll give it a Deku, boring. I'll give you that. I'll take that. Deku's 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 they're both kind of flat, but for me, I'd say the best for me is, is Luffy. Surprise, surprise. The, the One Piece. Luffy. That's just me, isn't it? Fine, I'll give you that. All right, Ludo, you? You know what the crazy thing is? I don't have one. That's fair, that's fair. All right. I, don't, I don't have a favourite anime protagonist, you know? Not even like Gon, because I know you obviously you're big, you're, you're big on Hunter Hunter. Yeah, but things don't again for some reason. I kind of not see him as a as as a as a Hunter Hunter, you know, protagonist, you know, in a way. So he yeah, no, that makes sense. He was because like get it because after his arc ended when he found his father, the, the story carries on without him. So I can how can you be the anime main protagonist 
anime carries in, on. In the anime, not the manga. Anime. Forget the manga. Talking, talking solely in the anime. Now. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay, I guess you have to go with Gundam, isn't it? But then again, his story ended when he when his mission was ended. Gone's irritating. I don't. I, I don't get me wrong. I enjoy Hunter Hunter, but Gone is an irritant, bro. Gone. Asta, but how can you? But Deku, how can you? But how can you say? How can you rate Ichigo or how can you rate Deku but not Gone? No, no, no. I just no, no. I said Gon's irritating. Deku's mm-hmm. irritating. Asta's another protagonist from Black Clover. Irritating mm-hmm. as hell for different reasons. What irritating for different reasons? But I like Ichigo because for me, Ichigo seems to have a sense of purpose about him in a, in a way that's different to the others. And it's not, and it's not like oh, how do I put this? Like Ichigo, Ichigo. What, Ichigo's, what was Ichigo's purpose? purpose? What was Ichigo's purpose? Ichigo, this thing. Ichigo finds Ichigo's purpose isn't like something he just plucked out mid-air. Do you know what I mean? Like, okay, so Gon wants to find his dad. Mm-hmm. Um, Deku wants to be the world's greatest superhero. And, you know, um, Asta wants to be like the, the like the Wizard King, right? Mm-hmm. With Ichigo, it was, there was nothing like that. It wasn't like, you know, he had his purpose from early mm-hmm. on. Oh, he was going to be like the best Soul Reaper ever. He was just, mm-hmm. he's a man of circumstance, isn't it? Everything that happened to him was a matter of circumstance. Even from wanting to be a Soul Reaper to wanting to get stronger. Everything was just a matter of circumstance to protect his family. It wasn't a case of like, you know, he was, he knew he was born into like a Saw Reaper family. His dad was a Saw Reaper. His mom was a Quincy. This and the other. It was, yeah, it's all a matter of circumstance for me. I think, even, same with um, Edward Elric. El- Edward Elric, yeah. They're, they're characters of circumstance as opposed to characters who almost are like predetermined or predestined. Greatest happened. Am I making sense? Am I, am I talking shit? No, it makes perfect sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get exactly what you're saying. Perfect. All right, cool. <laughs> you, you have a, so you have a character, a main character, get it from the mud and basically be bestowed with all these powers. Yeah, I, I would ra- I'd rather a character... Like, I'd rather a character who's not trying to, from the jump, reach for something. I want a character that's kind of thrust into, thrust into a position or a situation that they have really no clue about and see how they progress from there, as opposed to so, they're yeah. already actively working towards something. I don't when you watch Naruto about so say like you talk about Naruto specifically about his desire yeah. to become Hokage. Yeah. Does, that, does he not find that exciting at all? I didn't this like, thing, I didn't I didn't say their journeys aren't exciting. I just said like yeah. it's more interesting you prefer for the other. Okay, yeah, yeah. fair enough. Yeah. Like don't get me wrong, Naruto's Naruto's journey as a character is exciting because he goes from being the literal underdog and probably one of the most hated people in his village to the village hero and that journey is interesting to watch but what i'm saying is from episode one onwards for a character i like a character that's almost blissfully unaware of everything that's going on around them and then they're put into a situation where they need to acquire power and get stronger and become whoever it is they need to become and you know what the matter is i can't really think of another character like that apart from edward and ichigo it might come to me later but for the most part most characters oh oh um what's his name from Demon, Demon, um, Demon Slayer, freaking, oh god, I'm bad with names. You know what I'm talking about, right? The main protagonist in Demon Slayer. Mm-hmm. He's another one. Didn't know anything. Blissfully aware. Put thrust into a situation where he had to become stronger to protect his family. There we go. Much more interesting for me than, you know, Luffy's and the and the Naruto's and everyone else. But you know me, I'm a weirdo, man. I I, I like to go against the grain with stuff, so. <laughs> Okay, um, question two is for Ryan specifically. It says, mm-hmm. um, who is your favourite comic book writer? Oh, see, no. no this is, uh, 
Jeff Jones. Is it? No, to me, he's probably not even my favorite comic book writer even then. It's so hard, but I would say like most most of the stories that I've read of recent, like stories that I would read back, would always be Jeff Jones. Most of the uh-huh. stuff, most of, most of the stuff I grew up is mainly like Jeff Jones, like Jeff Jones's Woolly Restaurant, Jeff Jones on Green Lantern. So yeah, like I would say, I've definitely bought more of his comic books than anyone else's. So okay. Jeff Jones, like I said, Jeff yeah. Jones. Fair enough. Yeah. Stay your fault. Stay your fault. As a writer, I'm nothing else. Ryan, 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 it's not your fault that I know you better than you know yourself. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. How about you, Timmy? I would, for I, me, I would say Mark Miller for what he did in the Civil War. I, you, you know me. I'm weird when it comes to comics. Like, I, it's not that I don't pay attention to writers, but... Yeah, and no, I get you. Yeah, I yeah, don't, I like, I'm not picking up a comment and going, like, who's this by? I'm more thinking about who's in it. Yeah, for a while I was like, I was always like, hmm, I'm starting to see trends where the, every the same character or the same comics that I like is usually made by the, the same person. Yeah. I keep seeing the same names, so I keep it in my head. But when you're reading comics, because you you like read from various different um publications, you even read yeah, like, yeah. independent, so you're not you're not seeing the yeah. trend like, like we maybe. So for me, it's different as well. It's like sometimes, yeah. like when it comes to comic book writers, sometimes I'll read a title because that specific writer is writing it. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Rather than the character. Sometimes if a, new, if a new comic book run starts, I won't necessarily read it if it's like, let's just say, for example, Wonder Woman, because mm-hmm. I find the character kind of boring. But then if they put a certain writer, if they put, if they put a certain writer on it, I'll pick it up and I'll read it because I know that writer will be able to make the book interesting. Right. The character will become interesting. So I definitely do read comics more so dependent on who's writing it. As opposed to who's in it. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. Yeah, cool. Do you uh, think Nintendo will ever do a proper online platform for the Switch, i.e. a better U- U- UI, achievements, trophies, party chat, game chat, and a proper virtual console for the N64 and GameCube games? Um, I think if they were going to, they would have done it from the of, so like the Wii mm-hmm. from back then. I think the whole the concept and idea of obviously having a better UI and like having achievements and or gamer points, whatever it is, for games and stuff is not a new concept it's something that's been in place for ages so if nintendo were going to copy that formula they would have done it from the moment they had a console like the wii they would probably would have done it from the nintendo switch but i don't think it's something they're focusing on i'm not sure why i don't know i don't think i don't know what it is for them man i mean nintendo are a bit unique in a sense of they're very different to playstation and xbox in terms of you know their games library and how they and their consoles yeah, and all that. It, yeah. yeah like this the switch being both a handheld and a tv console, console is brilliant mm-hmm. so i think any changes they're going to make will probably be in like the newest version of the switch will come like two years time but um in terms in terms of like virtual consoles like the n64 gamecube i don't see that happening um i feel like they're just going to rehash games and make them playable on the switch on the switch yeah yeah, like like they did with the new Mario um, games that you recently mm-hmm. launched. So they made them Switch compatible or like remade for the Switch. Um, so they'll do more of that stuff, but I don't think they're going to make like a virtual console. I don't think so. It's just not what, not what Nintendo do. If they wanted to do it, they would have done it. But I feel like they're scared to be compared too closely to a PlayStation and Xbox. Because yeah, when, when it's been like the, the console wars, Nintendo's never really been a part of that. Because a lot of people said, that, cool, I'll get a PS4, Xbox, and I'll get Nintendo as well. Yeah. Never been, Either or with you know they've never been compared in that way. Exactly. But, but 
it's something you only you only notice now, but going back then, like the ten of the week, they have like the online the online parts of it. Something that you only notice now when you're looking back on it. Like, just something that it, people didn't really take that seriously, you know? Yeah, because I think with like if you look at the back to you know, Nintendo consoles, most of them the handheld ones obviously had like um online cop stuff. Mm. The launch of like the Wii stuff was made for more like family entertainment as opposed to being like a mm hardcore console where you sit down and you play online and you're doing like mm-hmm. pvp stuff over the internet so i think nintendo just have their own way of doing things um yeah. i'm not sure how they want to do it but we'll see if they if they decide to change things up but it's like you said i think we'll we'll, we'll touch on the console war point in a bit because i want to actually ask that question but it's interesting how nintendo's always on like the outlier of the console wars even though like yeah. in a sense they they kind of should be included in it but we'll but get they to get left you know we'll, we'll go into that next we'll thing. start with that we'll start with that um, whenever Hunter Hunter is back, what would you like to see? And same thing for Demon Slayer, My Hero Academia, and Attack on Titan. So, how do, how do you want to do this? So, first things first, yeah. um, Hunter Hunter's never come back. So, yeah, let's, well, yeah. let's, let's just let's just forget that that's done, finished. Um, Sorry, guys. The enemy is done. But cool. let's say in the ideal world, say it does come back. Let's just get our creative caps on. Okay. Like to see. Actually, what, what, what do you think? And I'll do because you watched. You've already read the manga, so you're more you're more informed than I am. So, obviously, yeah. reading the manga, what's going on? I would say that for how they're gonna um, interact with the dark continent. That's something very important. And just yeah, that nature. They say um, like obviously with even with the ant king, he was like a level two threat. But it's things there's there's level three threat, I think it was. Um, but it's things on the dark continent that's even a higher threat than he was. And also there's apparently more more powerful camera ants on the dark continent. Because camera ants come from so literally seeing the things of that nature, seeing the things the, the powerful things that can appear on dark continent. That's something I'd love to see as well. Wait, 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 wait. The Ant King was a level three threat. Yeah, like, and there's like three there's a level threat. Yeah. Yeah, bring bring the anime back. Bring the anime back. I need to watch the... it. Bring the anime back. Huh. I remember yeah. seeing. Even I remember like, seeing. Even like, even like, you know, like, I look, I, 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 Anika. Yeah. That she, 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 she's been possessed by a demon that's from the from from the dark continent as well. Yeah, bring it back, bring it back. Yes, bro. It's, <laughs> right, bro, right, it's right, that's when he come back. Dark continent. It is, it is crazy, crazy. Yeah. Right, what were you gonna say? I was gonna say I, I think I've seen one drawing, one illustration from. Um, I can't remember the guy's name. The guy draws it, obviously. So the manga author and the dark one. It looked insane. It looked mad. It looked. It looked nuts. So so yeah. Like I mean, I read little parts of the manga after the anime had finished with like the succession arc, but I didn't follow it because I still think generally the manga is hard to read for Hunter Hunter. Okay. It's hard to read. But definitely, if it was animated, then the Dark Continent. That's what. That's what. That's what everyone wants to see. True. All right. What about Demon Slayer? I'm out of this debate because I don't watch it. Cool. My thoughts are demon slayer. Um, just w- one thing I'm thinking: how far do they want to take and how long do they want to go with, with the show? Is it going to be a, is it, is it going to be a short anime or a long anime? For example, do we do want to see them him meet with the big bad, the one that you know, the original demon, so he can finally turn his sister back to normal? Yeah. Um, That's I would like to as well. But one thing I, I got spoiled in manga. Apparently, you know, did you guys hear about it as well? You know, you know, like with the 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 the, the, the sword techniques and that. Yeah. Apparently, that's all in their heads. Wait, what? What do you mean? Yeah, all, in all, the sword, all, all the special effects stuff, like, it doesn't, like, the, the demons, they're not, they're not seeing that shit. All that stuff is oh, like, look, okay, do you know, do you know, that kind of, that kind of makes sense. 
kind it kind of makes sense. Do you know what I mean? Um, but then yeah, the, all the demons see is just some random demon slayer just turn around and, and spins, but they don't see all the special effects stuff. So I'm thinking, what's the point? Then? That makes sense. I think that makes sense. But then I think it just. But then what? Why? Why? Okay. Okay. So so from what you said and from what I've seen from the show and everything else, I feel like the sword techniques are real, but the extra effects are just to make hone in on the fact of the type of sword technique it is. If that makes sense. So mm-hmm. the water effects are just to hone in, like it's the, it's a water style technique. I don't know. That's kind of weird. I'm kind of weird now. I lost my train of thought. That's weird. So it's not real. It's in their heads. Yeah, it's in their heads. That's dumb. That's dumb. That's so dumb. Like with my hero. Uh, if with my hero, I need to see Deku get stronger. I think that's what I really want. No, no, no. Okay, tell a lie. I want to see Deku put to the side. I want more focus on other heroes. I'm kind of. Yes. I've got Deku fatigue. I've got Deku fatigue. I want to see more of the other heroes. I want to see... This is, with me, this is why I say Deku's not interesting because mm-hmm. I feel like if you, if you look at a character like um, Bakugo, mm-hmm. um, I feel the most interesting he was for me was when they saved him. And he didn't really want to be saved, but he kind of wanted to be saved. And there's this whole thing they were playing with the idea about him maybe being a villain, but then he's not a villain at all. Yeah, he just he just shows he's compassionately different, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. He's just got a very different persona. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he's like the way he is, his personality, in it, he's he's very offish, but he still does have a few friends. But he doesn't even treat them like friends, but they are his friends. Yeah, it would be nice to see if they were to develop his character, peel a few layers off, and actually do something with his character yeah. in terms of that's personality, what type of hero he's going to go on to be, etc. And I think as well. Um, the other one is Todoroki. He's very interesting. Yeah. Like his family ties, his background, his father, the fact he doesn't like his father, the fact he was never using the other side of his powers. He's quirk, yeah. He's quirk, yeah. Going forward, I want to see how they deal with that, whether he starts to use it a lot more, so and so on. And also, oh, the other thing, one last thing, sorry, is the quirks. My, my, my thing with these shows is I always want to see innovative powers. I want to see a power... And then when someone has it, I'm like, okay, that's weird. How are they going to use it? Mm-hmm. And then I want to see how that power is used to actually make it cool. Yeah. I feel that. I feel I think, that. One thing I'll say from like little snippets I've seen, like little snippets, like little like, borders I've seen like on, 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 on social media of like um, fast forwarding to the, obviously the mangas are ahead. Um, mm. um, obviously it shows like um, fucking um, Shigaraki, his powers are taking another level where he's decimating whole cities. So yeah. he, Going to be, I'm going to be buzzing for that to see how they deal with like this world level threat that he reached and how they deal with it. And also, if also, what's he going to get his powers back? Just name it again. Um, yes, um, all Might. No, all Might. I mean, about, about the hero guy, Miriam. Miriam. Yeah, Miriam. Yeah, Miriam. Oh, yeah, he lost his powers. Yeah, Miriam. yeah so let's like, see how he gets his power back. So just, just, it's just going to be very interesting to see. And obviously, yeah, I, mean, I, 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 I understand the deck of fatigue. Obviously, it gets a point like, bro, it was, even though he's grown up a bit, he doesn't cry as much anymore. But the thing so, is, if, with me, for my hero, well, I say my hero came out, they got a lot of other characters that are very interesting. Obviously, Todoroki, um, back, back again. I find so many of the, of the other characters in the class and other characters who weren't even in his class so much more interesting than yeah. I find Deku in it. I find the powers more interesting as well. I'm, I'm just all right, super strength, great, but the guy next Apart to you. From- 
Apart from Deku, who's your favorite like, character or what's your favorite quirk? Uh, who's who's the one I ha- that uses Dark Shadow? Um, oh, Tokiyami? Toki- 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 yeah, I want to see what him and Dark Shadow can really do like in the dark. I want to yeah. see him. Because a lot, all of them are evolving as well, aren't they? Yeah, exactly. They're getting stronger. So I want to see what him and Dark Shadow can do in like complete darkness and like does it turn like some mad monster thing? Like, I want to know. I want to see it. I want to see it. You know, I really, you know, I really liked it when I saw what's the name, the hard guy. Oh, um, oh, I the red hard guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. And like, like he's like next evolution of his powers. He looked sick. That fight when he had that fight, he he done portions, didn't it? When he had that he fight, the latest season. I really do enjoy that because obviously they could have done the, the thing where a lot of animes do where only the two main protagonists they evolve but everyone else is yeah, evolving with Deku yeah, so it hasn't been to a place where everyone's like oh Deku's the strongest because like no everyone else is at a, either above, above him or the same level because literally everyone is evolving with, with him like, or give me a, a, you know the boring thing like Dragon Ball Z for example only Goku and Vegeta get stronger when everyone else just looks was weak compared where literally in this show everyone else is growing at the same rate I think that's I think that's what makes My Hero Academia the show is because it's like you've got like essentially a class full of superheroes and you're watching them all develop and grow their own superpowers in their own way, which is why it's you can watch the show and there are different characters that everyone can kind of not relate to but find interesting. Gravity, yeah, gravity, yeah, yeah, exactly. gravity. It's not just Deku and Bakugo mm-hmm. and Todoroki. There are other characters too. You can be like, oh yeah, I like their powers. I want to watch the show more to see more of them. And you mm-hmm. get to see more of them all the time. So. Yeah, like, but not everyday Deku, man. Tired, tired of like, that. for example, like, my hero, like, the you know the electric guy? Yeah. He's always like about the joke in the class, and he always comes up short, or he always, mm-hmm. like, short circuits himself, or whatever the hell he does, isn't it? He always fries himself, innit? Ever since watching that over and over, I always, I always said it would be nice if he got, like, a power buff. Yeah. And he was, like, in line with the others. That's what I want to see as well. I don't I know why. I think that's coming as well. That's coming, that's coming. Do, 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 you, do you think he's bottom of the class? I wouldn't say he's no, the, 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 perv, the perv is at the bottom of the class. 100%. Yeah, he's, 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 oh, his, powers have, his powers have improved, right? He's, he's doing more stuff with it, right? What? more Getting more bull if he gets the nosebleed? No, I was. <laughs> oh, he's not the worst character, though. There's still no, he's not yeah, yeah, no, no. He, he's and like everything about him makes his like, crap quirk you know, very, very a part of him. So he's not like, I wouldn't say he's, he's, not, he's, not, he's not, he ain't got that crap power, crap character person going from, going from. He's actually a very good character. Yeah, the, the worst character is um, Leader, Yida. The guy with the, the guy who can boot, isn't it? The runner. The guy's got them engines on his character. You think he's the worst? Yeah, man. He's so annoying. So annoying. <laughs> Why well, are you going to do this to my brother? And, nah, man. You get slapped off. I anyway. think that should have different sides of him because obviously he was like, oh, he was before before his brother got, got attacked by, um, by, was it Stain? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, before his brother got attacked by Stain, he was already by the book and you follow the rules and you, everything by the book, for the book, but now it showed that he's human as all that. Things can push him to make him go. I'm gonna do things by myself. I'm gonna, you know, cross cross the waters. Yeah. And that even played a part in, in Sustain's whole argument of heroes or that it can push them enough that they never gonna follow the rules. And obviously, they're just doing it for things of vanity. They don't be they don't be a yeah. true hero to do things just because just because and personal vendettas. So I really like that. I really like that that dynamic. Okay. Um. So the next question, bit of a sticky one because I don't know how I'm gonna answer this. So. It wasn't, did you guys talk about Attack of Titans? Oh, we didn't. Sorry, we didn't talk about Attack of Titans. Um, yeah, Attack on Titans. <laughs> so what do you want to see in Attack of Titans coming up? Well, I, I've, I've been reading the manga, in it? So... I, I, like, I know what's coming. I know what's coming. about the anime. I know what's coming. Mm-hmm. I like what's coming. But yeah. as long as the anime manages to convey it the way the manga did, in it? They yeah. can't shit out. They can't. Yeah. It's vital. 
and that's it. As long as they do that, then I know I'm going to be happy, innit? Once, once they do that, Attack on Titan will be another 10 out of 10 perfect anime. Yeah, it will be. People say that if the, if, if the anime portrays the manga properly, Attack on Titan has, has the potential to be the go anime. Yeah. Uh, under- yeah. The, only, the, only, the only negative you can hold against Attack on Titan is the length of time taken in between seasons. Okay. To get yeah. that way, watch it all in one. Like it's it's would have been nice for some of the seasons in like in the middle. If it would have been nicer if all the seasons were twenty four eps, like the first. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's always something that's bothered me. I feel like in other seasons, it's they've missed parts out. Or the, or so many more things happened in the manga that didn't happen in that anime. Yeah, definitely, definitely. But as long as I get that, I get a few Levi scenes. Because this then I'm gonna be happy. It's the last season. They're approaching the ending. It's either they get it right or they rush it and they fuck it up. And if they rush it and fuck it up, like it's gonna, it's gonna be Game of Thrones again. And that's not no one wants. No one wants that. Mm, yeah. we, need, we need. We need. I got faith. I got faith. I think it's. I think it's gonna finish as like a brilliant anime. I think it's gonna be a ten out of ten anime when it's done. We'll have to. We'll have to see. We'll have to see. Because that's that's the same thing we said about Game of Thrones. It's the same We're thing. Right. The same exact thing. So anyway, sure. Yeah. All that's right. So. Who is your favorite? So, you, what's your favorite and your worst? And we're gonna get a winner for this. Who's your favorite? And who's your worst favorite? If that's a word, black video game protagonist and why? I'll go um, first. I'll say my favorite um, black video game protagonist is CJ from um, GTA San Andreas. That's the only one I know of. No, but Ooh. literally, I'll say this because he was the first. Who's the first? And obviously, I, I still say to this day, it's probably the, the greatest GTA game. I, I don't like. Up and going, yeah. It's it sucks. I I. Don't know of okay no, all right. So the only one, the only black protagonist I know of is Saz from Final Fantasy Thirteen. Mm-hmm. But outside of that, I I can't count on one. I'm trying to think now. Black protagonists in games, I I really can't, and I'm I'm proper struggling. It's probably there probably is loads though, isn't it? That there, probably, there probably is, but it's probably in games that I haven't played, or games people games some people don't really know about, mm. and that's a problem. I, I wow. Either I'm either I'm not playing enough games, or the, the diversity in games just sucks. Or it's both. Could be both. In fact, it is both. I know it's both. Yeah, I'm not playing enough games, and the diversity in games sucks. That's what it is. Because I can't answer that properly. I re- that's really bad. Have you Ryan? Um, I can't. Like I said, I'm struggling to think of anyone. Like I only would have thought. To be honest, I wouldn't. But I wouldn't even have remembered CJ if he didn't say nothing. How about Franklin? In GTA, yeah, but he wasn't as fun to use as CJ. It wasn't the same. Okay, but, but, but see, but see, this is my thing. Why? When well, we think of like this in games, why is the only game we can really think of off head is um, GTA? Is is that not a problem? Yeah, you know what I mean, like, like not even like a. Okay, I mean, probably, are there any black protagonists in like Street Fighter and? There's Master Raven in Tekken. There we go. Okay. But then it's like, he's like a passing thought. <laughs> These are but I, yeah, but that's, I can't give you my worst, but yeah, because there's no. I can't give my worst. Either. My favorite, you know, my favorite, why? Because he the, was ones, the only ones that like, I can really think of are the ones where it's games that are based off other characters you already pre exist. Exactly. So, go say, say, say them then. Like, means- I, 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 like, go on, Ryan, go on, Ryan, because. Like, for example, what's uh, um, Blade? Has anyone played the Blade game? I've yeah, played no, 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 no. character in the game, but yeah. obviously not a lot. Um, Balrog, Afro Samurai, Storm. So there are black oh, like, characters in video games, but pre-existing ones where it's not based off 
I'm not really too sure, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. That sucks. Right. Are console wars good or bad for gaming? Ooh, good question. Bad. Go on. Are they bad for gaming? Bad. Right. Let's, if, if you take, for example, um, it's just bad because it marginalizes a lot of people. Like, it, it is very dividing. And for me, like, it's fine. I will, like, at some point, I'll have both the, the new Xbox and I'll have the new PlayStation. Um, other people aren't going to, they just won't have the opportunity to do that. Mm. And then, for example, then you look into it now, obviously, Sony um, exclusives, God of War, yeah. and other games and so on. Now, if you take, say, if there's a family and they can only afford the newest Xbox, the cheaper version of it, mm-hmm. you've got people that are instantly cut off and marginalized. And then on the flip side, you've got Microsoft, who have just acquired Bethesda, and they're going to be having their own exclusive games at some point, whatever. And yeah, it's very exciting for the gaming industry, but console wars, I think there are a lot of people that miss out because it creates a divide. Okay. So people miss out on the experience of playing certain games. And for me, gaming, first and foremost, it should be something that anyone can enjoy. So when people start getting excluded out of games or when it starts going even deeper on and certain characters launch only on this game, mm-hmm. on this console, so like you can play the Avengers game, but you can only get Spider-Man if it's on PlayStation. Right. But then again, with gaming, gaming has always been, you know, centred in, in blocks. Gaming has never been accessible to all. There's, there's never been a, like a game yeah. console. I, I, I feel cross like... Platform. cross platform was a relatively new thing. So yeah. consoles have always been a thing. And with mm-hmm. consoles, I'd say one thing it does bring about, because there's, there's, there's two st- or two factions, I would say, it brings about the competition. Yeah, it does. It does bring about... It also, it, it makes like Sony and Sony Microsoft, for example, it makes them... They, makes have, them their, they have their direct competitor, like Marvel and DC, the direct competitor, competitor where yeah. they are slack because they, they're not the, lead, the market leaders. Innovative. If it wasn't for say, if Microsoft didn't exist, would Sony be as innovative as they are now? You know, right? So they need to yeah, push them. I, that, yeah. I mean, I think it also, I think it also depends on what you regard as um, the console war. Like when you take console wars, are you talking, you know, at the what do you call it business level? Where you're talking about what Xbox is bringing out compared to PlayStation in terms of hardware and you know console design and something or we're talking at like the consumer level where it's like you know the playstation is better than the xbox because the xbox doesn't get like the red light and we've got this game we've got that game and the other in terms of like say sony's when they had their like what's the um launch the other week and there's xbox i always tune in they're always exciting to watch mm-hmm. so in that aspect the console war when everyone's like oh when are they going to drop their prices yeah. and they drop their prices and they're doing yeah. an announcement the announcements are good the events are good there when, when they first released the look at the console it's all good, but like like you said, on a consumer level, I don't like it because I think long term it will just create a bigger divide. Especially because for me, the future of gaming is cross-platform. Yeah, but gaming even at the micro even at the micro level, I remember like you being in primary, secondary, like the PS4 or PS PlayStation Xbox like arguments were so serious. So it was like it was like yeah. fighting it, for your team. It, it gets it get it can get a bit personal, and I and I, yeah. I think. I've always, also, also for me, the, the console was all about exclusives. It's like, what game can I play on your console? That's what the war is for me. Like, if I can't play a certain game on your console, or if I'm not intrigued by a game on your console, I'm not playing it. Granted, everyone has like an introductory console. Like, so you either get like, had like the PlayStation 1, like the Xbox, mm-hmm. first one. And from there, 
you build mm-hmm. like a, a loyalty to the, the consoles because obviously the games that they give you like for example a lot of Xbox guys want to stick with Xbox because of Halo, Halo. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the PlayStation guys are going to stick with PlayStation because of God of War and obviously oh, yeah. people the they bought. yeah exactly it's the first console they bought and some people are going to get both but yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong in having exclusives on both consoles yes of course we need to talk about accessibility and people not being able to afford both consoles so they're missing out on the experience of enjoying both consoles and all or different games, but at the end of the day, gaming is a business. Yeah. I think what people, what these like companies need to be aware of when they are doing stuff like this, as like you said, crossplay is the future. And a lot of the games that are coming out that do need to be crossplay need to be games that obviously everyone can enjoy. Have your exclusives. Exclusives are fine, but make sure that the games that are being produced for cross for crossplay are games that actually are going to encourage crossplay. Because I think yes. at the end of the day. The console was kind of, it's kind of dumb. Like the it's, thing is, it is, it's so stupid, oh. but also with these games that there's, there's so much work that needs to be done on these yeah. games in terms of cross-platform. Mm-hmm. So there's games where, so say if you've got an Xbox, you start playing this game or whatever, and then you've also got a PlayStation and you want to play the same game, and you, can't, you can't migrate the account. Right, exactly. You need to be able to link the account. You should be able to, in my mind, you should be able to play a game on Xbox you should be able to play the game on PlayStation and you should be able to have like a cross account because you can on some games, but it's very rare. Yeah. You need to be able to migrate because all that progress that you, you progress, have, I guess, goes, goes, goes to nothing. You know? And you don't want to do that grind all over again on the PlayStation. Yeah. No, I don't want that. Cool. Next one. Um, thoughts on Riverdale and the CW shows? Um, I've not watched Riverdale. I don't watch, I don't watch Riverdale. Right, Riverdale. Well, I'm not going to lie. I went through a period where I was watching Riverdale, but that shit got dropped quickly. That's a period. What period is this? A, m- a moment in my life where you know I watched. Well, it. I listen. I watched like season one, and then I was like, "So we we'll give it a chance, give it a chance." So I was like, "All right, cool," but no, it was shit, man. Very shit. We'll go from there. Um, yeah, CW shows. CW shows. Oh, uh, CWDC shows. Start great and then end shit. Yeah. CW as a whole is not a bad platform. They do have good shows, but CWDC shows in particular start great and shit. Not much to be said about. Didn't that. didn't see didn't see W have like the Vampire Diaries and that as well. Yeah, yeah, they got they got they got good shows. Yeah, but they got some stuff. They got, they got some DC stuff. stuff starts great and shit. Um, who is winning? That season, three, that season three collapse about Cole and Saitama. Who's winning? Goku versus Saitama. Goku versus Saitama. Oh, that's easy. That's hands down. That's that's one punch man. Saitama takes yeah, it easy. Yeah, he's he's meant to be a, a troll on OC anime, so no matter who he faces, he wins. So. That's it. That's the whole point of the character. No matter who he fights, he'll win. Yeah. So yeah. All right. Final question. How would you cast how would you cast the live action One Piece Netflix series? Which other anime would have a good live action? Um so if I was casting at live action, mm-hmm. so I would gather my script, um, I'd look through the script, see how you know the story's going out. Then I'll take the script and I'll put the script in the bin and then I'll set the bin on fire and yeah. then I'll go home. That's how it cost yeah. it. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. But yeah. W- the next question I would say is which other anime would have a good live action? I would say None. Vin- None. I would say, listen, 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 listen. I would say Villain Saga potentially because it's not, you know, there's no extra That's a very good shot. Okay, no, okay, okay. Do you, do you know what? You see in TV shows and movies similar to Villain Saga. Yeah, yeah exactly. Villain but Saga. It's not that unrealistic. Villain Saga could, like, obviously we know, but like, it could happen. It's not that unrealistic. There's no stupid powers. Uh, 
Okay, because now they now they like, like, superpowers is realistic. You know, it's based yeah. on things happening in the real yeah. world. And we've seen stuff like obviously we've seen four, we've seen Ragnar, we've seen Vikings, things of that nature. So I would say Villain Saga is the only. But this is but this is my thing. I think when they when they start doing live action animes, they always take from the shonen stuff. They yeah. don't take from like the non shonen magic yeah. is like so now that you said that um food wars or shogeki no soma would be a good live action like the whole thing thing even 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 i don't agree is because they couldn't carry the same themes in the anime oh and that, that's, 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 could you imagine could you imagine she's frying something and then top just burst open yeah. on, on, on a that would bang, we do <laughs> Yeah, yeah, right. You got point. I would say also some sport, sport animes that can definitely be made into live action. Nah, nah, nah. nah. Do you watch Haikyuu or Haikyuu, whatever it's called? That's the, that's the volleyball one, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I saw an episode or two. Oh, I need to it's start. Too dramatic, man. It's too, like, the sports yeah. animation is too dramatic. It, it, essentially, it's not that, like shown any actually type thing. It's too, it's too much. But for the most part, we're on the same track where yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, live action. it just yeah. doesn't work. For whatever reason, it just doesn't work. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. It's never gonna work. No, like never cost anyone for one piece. I don't care. Bend the script, burn it, set a light. They're gonna burn pass the script. Cool. They're gonna, they're gonna, burn they're the gonna, they're gonna script. Bro, burn the studio. Tom Holland's gonna pay, gonna pay Luffy. <laughs> God forbid, bro. Right, that shout. Tom Holland's pay Luffy. Was that a shout? Well, Tom Holland's pay Luffy. Absolutely not. I missed that. No way. I I cost myself to play Luffy. <laughs> so it cost me to do it. Yeah. Luffy Japanese, bro. Um, okay guys we are done for this episode of the no council podcast so as usual find us on social media twitter facebook instagram linkedin twitch youtube visit our website nocouncil.co.uk um subscribe to us on apple podcasts and spotify and soundcloud leave comments leave likes send us emails um i don't know Send me gifts. I don't care. I'll, put, I'll keep my gifts. Send me stuff. Um, as always, thank you to Elgato for supporting us and supporting this podcast and supporting this video content. We appreciate you guys. Um, what else? What else? What else? What else? What else? As usual, we've got things coming up. <laughs> like we actually, we have, we have stuff coming up. Like there is, there is stuff. There is shit that we've got planned for you guys. There is stuff coming up. So look out for those announcements. Just be patient. Just be patient. Mate, just be patient because when they when they drop, they will drop and. You ain't ready. You ain't ready. You ain't ready. So it's just COVID, isn't it? COVID's delaying stuff, but we're, we're plotting and planning. Trust me. Trust me. Um, anything else, guys, you want to add? Um, all good. All good. All right. More questions. Send us more questions. Send us more stuff. Send us more questions. Yeah. Send us more questions, boys. Send us questions. Other than that, peace out, guys. Thank you so much. Are you a content creator looking for some new kit? Well, Elgato has a quality range of products just for you. That's right, Elgato isn't just for gaming content. From the chroma key green screen, the key light which provides studio quality lighting, and of course the new Wave One microphone providing outstanding quality audio, Elgato is there to meet all your content creation needs. Visit elgato.com and check out the full range of products for more information. And a big shout out to Elgato for supporting us.